I was on the phone with my brother and I was walking through the Costco and I could see this one lady point at me and hit her husband and point and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to talk to them soon. So I keep walking and they're behind me and all of a sudden I lose service on my phone. I'm like, hello, hello, after oh, fuck's sakes. And this lady behind me just starts cackling. She's like, oh, we got a fuck's sake in the wild. This is awesome. We've all seen thousands of life hack videos online over the years, but this guy actually tries them. That is, after first going, what? No way. World. She's all over my social media, my TikTok. Live. Dance videos. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Main music from YouTube. The real. Behind every internet famous face you see in your scroll is a real person with an entire life offline the freedom of expression these are their stories hello and welcome to worldwide celeb where we strip away the digital curtain and introduce you to the real people behind the personalities you see every day as you scroll through your feed click around the internet or even listen to your favorite podcast my name is chris kelly my guest this episode has made an art of trying to duplicate some of those crazy hacks you see on social media and maybe don't believe they work, but oftentimes they kind of do, whether using a tool in an unexpected way or testing out the claims made by some fancy new miracle product. With over 2 million followers on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and another whopping 4.1 million more on TikTok, his catchphrase has kind of taken social media by storm, and I promise you've seen it somewhere in your feed. I'm going to go ahead and toggle the explicit button on this episode in advance, because that catchphrase is, what? No way, fuck's sake. I'm stoked to welcome Sean Umshide, better known as the What No Way Guy, to Worldwide Celeb. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm good. How are you today, Chris? You know, I'm doing all right. I'm stoked to talk to you. I'm not just making that up. Like I said earlier, when we connected, sometimes I say that just to say it, but in your case, I am actually a genuine fan. However, before we get started in every episode, I give our guests a secret word. It could be an ordinary word or a phrase, or it can be something preposterous, but it's the guest's job to work that word or phrase, in this case, into the conversation as many times as possible between now and the end of the episode. It's your job as a listener to try and figure out what that is and tweet it to us at Podcast. There's no prizes. You win absolutely nothing. It's just stupid fun. Uh, Sean has been given his catchphrase, so to speak, for this episode. It should be pretty obvious as we go along. So <laughs> first things first, Canada, right? Where in Canada do you live? Uh, so we're in southern Alberta. And that's like a mountain time zone to put it in in my U.S. brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're just outside of the Rocky Mountains on the prairies where it's dry as shit. And we haven't had any rain this year. Fuck's sake. And- <laughs> this it's, year at all? Well, I mean, we've had some, but I mean, my grass didn't grow at all. This I I cut my grass this spring, and that was it. <laughs> wow! So, um, the your your setup out there looks pretty sweet. So you obviously live on some kind of acreage of some sort, right? Yeah. So I moved out to this acreage about eleven years ago, and uh, yeah, it, I I've lived in big cities and stuff like that big city isn't for me the uh you was your shop already there or did you build it after you bought the place yeah so that's kind of a bit of a story like when i bought the place that uh like they have pictures of the shop in the newspaper and i was like oh that's a nice shop and i guess i'll go look at the house too and so when i showed up to look at the place there was about eight feet of snow across the whole yard (laughs) and we had to dig out the front door to get in the house and so I looked at the house and I was like, 
for about five, all of five minutes. Like I didn't check anything that you'd normally check. And I just, yeah, I just want to see the shop. So it took me out to the shop and I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> and then is that, is that when you were surprised with something like a family of snakes living in the walls of the house or something crazy like that? Uh, more, more mice than than snakes so it was was the house abandoned then there was nobody in it when you were out when you bought it uh yeah so when i bought it it had been vacant for i don't know six months or so ah and there was mouse traps everywhere and i should have should have kind of taken note to that but i i asked i was like all these mouse traps is there mice and oh no no there's no mice <laughs> yeah <laughs> What, uh, you, you've got a pretty sweet setup out there on any given day. How many hours do you figure you spend out in the shop? Uh, I'm usually out there 10 to 12 hours each day. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I like being in the shop, whether I'm just tinkering on my own stuff or if we're doing videos or like we're trying to build our YouTube right now. So we're trying to do some more projects in there and, and do some longer form videos. So now, now I'm spending a little bit more time and especially during the summer i spend a lot of time in there working on cars and different projects i have see that's kind of fun i've got a i don't have a shop per se but i've got a pretty decent sized detached garage out back of the house and that's where actually where i'm sitting out so it's my office my studio but then i've got like another side with tools and it's not big enough to have cars and stuff in here i've got a golf cart in here but that's Probably the difference between living in Florida and living uh, up in Western Canada, I would imagine. <laughs> um, and you're actually a welder, right? You've got your own company and whatnot? Yeah, so I, I run my welding shop out of my shop. When I looked at this place, I thought, well, it'll be good for if I ever want to start my welding shop back up. And uh, yeah, it turned out years and years later, it worked out great. It's, it's the perfect shop for the size of work I do, so... And how long have you been a welder? Uh, be 20, 26 years. Wow, nice. Yeah. And let me ask you this. So do you ever, uh, the welding jobs you do, I assume, are not all just in your shop. Quite a bit of them are going to be on location somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. There's, I get all the fun ones. <laughs> so do you hear, do people, I'm sure this happens on a regular basis. Do you hear people shouting what no way at you when you're out and about doing regular work somewhere? Uh, so a lot of the work I do is is for like local farmers and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're all friends that they've known me and ah. these people have known me for years and years. So to them, I'm just the snake eyes welding guy. I'm not the no way guy. Um, <laughs> but there has been a couple jobs. I did go out for an oil company last last winter and i got out there and i had like a face mask on because it was 30 below and i mean i didn't want to freeze my face or nothing so i didn't show who i was and then i went over to the one guy that was on the picker truck and i was talking to him about this work and he's like yeah it'll be about five minutes and so as soon as i took my face mask off to put my helmet on and get all my my gear set up and he caught me with without my Facebook and that, or my face mask, and he, he looked at me and what? No way! I can't believe it's you. And you just made my day. I wasn't gonna come on this job, and and uh, so yeah, I had a good bullshit with him. Took some pictures, and then yeah, and then it was straight to work. How did this all start exactly? Because I feel like every uh, social media account with a whole ton of followers kind of starts with that first post or first video or whatever. What was yours? Do you remember? 
Ah, I think the first post on my, so like the story with the what and away page is, um, like I, I started out with my welding page and it was more so just a bet with my wife that who could get the most followers. And it turned into the dot. Well, my welding page beater on that. And I had another account, um, it used to be called It's Just Money, and it, it was me just working on my car and, and put money into my car, and no one wanted to watch that. And so when I, so on my Snake Eyes page, like my work page, I, I did a reaction video. And I believe it was, trying to think, I think it was that you can put a wrench onto the end of a screwdriver for more torque. And ah. so I, I did a reaction on my Snake Eyes page about that, and it kind of blew up. And so I started doing more reaction videos, and they were getting pretty good traction. And, and I noticed that the what and way ones were getting a lot of traction. So I changed my other page, my car page, into what and away, and, and that's kind of where it started and, and how it just been growing since then. Did you ever, ha the funny thing is I caught an, uh, an interview you gave back in like February of this year, and in that article they said, oh, and he's hoping to get to two million followers, Yeah. and now you're <laughs> like at four-something on TikTok alone, so this has been a, a pretty good year for you. Did you have some kind of a point where you're like, holy shit, this thing is exploding right now? Uh, when we hit, I think two million followers was really the turning point for me where where we were like wow like this is this is something like we need to look at taking this more seriously and and see if we can do something with this and uh like the day it was literally the day that we hit two million followers like we have an online store and we sell merch with fuck's sake on it and what no way and, uh <laughs> we have a whole bunch of like we sell everything like golf tees like <laughs> my wife my wife takes care of all of that and she's doing awesome but uh yeah like our online store it sold out overnight wow like it it just it blew my mind i was like holy crap and my wife was like holy shit like we're like the store sold out and we got orders coming in so two million followers was when we we really said like holy crap we we got something here and she i assume she's the one that told you to get on cameo too uh, no, I, so on Cameo, I was trying to get on Cameo, uh, I think since I had 500,000 followers, like I, I was trying and just, just for the extra income, I, th I thought it'd be funny because I had a lot of people asking for videos yeah. to them and stuff. And, uh, I think it was once I hit a million followers that they, they finally signed me up. So is it, uh, do you, what kind of requests do you get there? Like, uh, oh, Sarah's having another birthday. What? No way. That kind of a vibe. Yeah. yeah, I get, I get a lot of birthday requests. Father, Father's Day was huge this year. Um, Christmas last year was just insane. Like, I mean, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd have 40 or 50 requests to get through the week leading up. <laughs> oh, um, but I, I do get some funny ones. Like you can tell that the guys, they were drunk at the night before or whatever. And it comes <laughs> in at two in the morning and it's, do you need to tell my fucking buddy that uh, his grandma's cookies aren't as good as my grandma's cookies for fuck's sake? And 
<laughs> like it's it's funny some of the ones that I get. And, but yeah, it, like I've done a pile of them. And the thing I like about cameos is it's nothing. To, it's all personalized to the people, right? So right, right. And I I love meeting fans of mine. I love love to talk to them and all that. So like it's something personalized that I can do for them. So. Well, that's kind of fun. I figure that doing a lot of that stuff is probably a little bit more fun than having to wear a face mask welding because it's 30 below outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, little, you're not wrong. A little more appealing. And you guys, speaking of Father's Guy, you got, uh, Father's Day, you guys have kids, right? Yeah, so I have three boys and then I have a stepdaughter, my, my bonus daughter, I call her. And I've, as a dad of two girls, not knowing what it's like with boys, I would imagine that's vastly different, the experience between the two. We d- we just took a trip across Canada and like, so three boys in the Yukon driving for four days straight. I don't think I said fuck's sake more times <laughs> in my life than I did then when they started fighting at each other. And with the kid in the back seat, like you can't fucking reach him. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's just laughing at you while you're trying to get to him and then you got pull over and uh, do they get to spend a lot of time with you out in the shop now and again can like can we it's i've you've had a few uh few videos here and there like you you know lit a crayon on fire and some of those things can we expect your kids doing some what no way videos for like kids toys and kids hacks at some point so they actually do have a youtube uh the no way kids really and yeah and it was so when I started my YouTube, the videos that they were doing was getting way more views than than my stuff. I did not know that. And so I I thought that, yeah, it, um, they haven't posted on it for for quite a while, but they've they've done some like uh, like pop can hacks and different things. And, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, they absolutely they love that I'm the what no way guy and they come down and and they not to say they bug me but they're in the shop and and hang out with me and do stuff too yeah and how old are your boys by the way so i have a seven-year-old a six-year-old and a two-year-old oh my god yeah you're kind of in the same i've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old and it's uh it's something i'm not how old are you by the way i'm 39 all right i'm 45 and i feel like uh two and a two and a five-year-old at 45 is well, it's something. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet that's something. It's. Uh, I've been. I feel like these last several weeks, for what it's worth, I like. I had to have knee surgery back in the spring, and things like I can't straighten my leg anymore, and I'm just sore and achy and bitchy all the time. And I <laughs> can't imagine what it's like being two or five years old and having your dad all creaky and you know having a hard time getting around the house. And speaking of, your own dad has appeared in some of your videos too. I'm guessing. You kind of learned a lot of your tricks of trade from him, huh? Yeah. So my dad, he's a mechanic. Well, was a mechanic for, I think, 30 years. So, I mean, I, I learned a lot of mechanical stuff from him. And any it, it's weird. Like, anytime I have a problem that I'm trying to figure out, it seems like he's got the answer. Right. And, uh, yeah, we've done some videos together. And, and uh, like, we got a trip that we're taking next monday and like we'll be filming for that and it's funny because people always comment that they want more of the no way dad Hmm. and my dad started started to embrace it too like he's uh 
he, oh, he's, he's my biggest fan and he'll meet people and, and, uh, he'll say to him, yeah, I'm the original, no way guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think the, a lot of the best stuff you find online content wise is obviously based on like, you know, real life things that you can kind of relate to. So a lot of the stuff that you do owning like a, a fair amount of tools and spending a lot of time in my own garage, I cannot count the number of times I see you do something with like a tool that I also own. And I literally will say out loud, what? No way. <laughs> uh, to like, it's like a real life reaction video sometimes. How often uh, do people, surely you hear from people all the time that they've tried to replicate some of the same results you've had, right? Oh yeah. Like I, I get between two and 300 messages a day um, across all of our socials and tagged and stuff. But yeah, like if, so if I do something that doesn't work, I'm trying to think of one that didn't. I'll, I'll give you one, in fact, because I tried it myself thinking, surely this doesn't work, but it didn't work for you and it didn't work for me either was the hammers on the padlock. Yeah. So that one, and I got a thousand comments of how I did it wrong and how it does actually work. And um, yeah, it, people people definitely speak their mind. That's the easy thing about being on the internet you can you can talk a lot of shit and <laughs> yeah no consequences yeah, whatsoever exactly what uh outside of um obviously doing what you're doing with welding how well i guess first question would be i'm sure when you started obviously income wise and time wise you're close to 100 percent welding 99 percent welding now you're building your own merchandise empire apparently so what uh how has that ratio changed over the last year or so? Yeah, uh, I've, I'm still taking, well, I guess I'm not taking the same amount of work, welding work as I, as I used to. And I'm not actively seeking the, the welding work anymore. Like I'm not going out and, and talking to people about bigger jobs just because we are traveling more, doing different sure. things with what in a way and. I've seen it in the last two months is where I have so much stuff backed up in my welding shop because I've been working so hard with what in a way that it like it, there's got to be a, a point where I, I really slow down in the welding side. But that's a lot of my content, too. Like with my welding TikTok, I, like I have 100,000 followers on there, too. So um, I, I like. I love welding, so I won't ever really give it up, but I think I, I'm trying to, to do more 50, 50 right now is yeah. like the, the whole merchandising thing that that's turned into a full-time job for my wife. Sure. Like basically eight till five and we were just running it out of the house at, at to start and we outgrew the living. Well, it, it spread from the office to the living room to the dining room into the porch <laughs> and so she finally said she's like I gotta get an office like I need something bigger in town because like with us living out in the country too like we have gravel roads so trying to keep everything dust free to take to bring back and package up and all that was a pain in the ass. So you're making, uh, or she is overseeing the, like you guys are actually manufacturing all this stuff too, as opposed to using like a print on demand or something like that? Well, we started with drop shipping. Sure. And it was all print on demand. And 
I mean, people are waiting six to eight weeks for their hats and stuff like that. I don't know. It, it turned into more of a hassle with them because with the amount of emails we were getting and yeah, and right. then my wife starts, she's like, well, we can do this on our own packaging. And I mean, when you're sending out 150 packages a day, yeah, it, uh, it turns into a lot. So we ended up moving to an office in, in our local town and, and then we outgrew that in about a month. And now we have a, I think it's 1400 square foot, uh, storefront that we have <laughs> a what no way store. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny because our store, so everyone assumes that I smoke weed and for fuck's sakes, like I do not, like I don't smoke weed, but every time I go on my lives, everyone like, oh, your eyes are red. And I'm like, well, it's because I'm a welder. And, but uh, yeah, so our our store in town is right beside a bud supply. (laughs) So it, and and we're right on the highway. So it, there's the sign that says bud supply. And then right beside that is our sign that says, what? No way. <laughs> <laughs> That's, this could be like a, a major tourist. And it's a small town, right? It's not like a, you could be, have you ever heard of like uh, uh, Chip and Joe, the the home renovation people down in Waco, Texas? Like they had their, what is the name of the show? Uh, Fixer Upper. And they became like a really big deal in the U.S. And they yeah. redid all these houses in Waco, Texas. And then they took over sections of the town and they made what was otherwise a small Texas town like a huge tourist destination. You could do the same thing for your town. People could come from around the world to the What No Way store. Well, we've had people like we've had people that uh, have drove up from Washington. <laughs> we've had like and it's funny because people. Like we get a lot of people that stop on the weekend because I mean, like it's hard to get out. Like the closest city to us is an hour away. Sure. So we'll have people stop on uh, like a Saturday or a Sunday and then they'll send my, cause my wife's number is on the, on the building. And so people text her. Yeah. So I'm at the store. Are you guys open today? And she's like, well, no, it's the weekend, but she's usually pretty good. She'll run in and, and uh, open the store to help people out. And the good, the good news, by the way, is the people coming from Washington. You know, they're not coming for the weed because it's legal in Washington. So yeah. they're they're really coming for you. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's just it, it's so weird. The people they'll they'll say that they're passing by, and we'll look we'll look at where they're going and where they came from, and we're like, well, that's like a three hour detour to come here. <laughs> that's pretty cool. But what what uh. What else? All right. So you got the welding channel. You got your what no way channel. You got your kids breaking into the business. We might be seeing a uh, some kind of a YouTube channel from the what no way dad at some point. What <laughs> what else are you still interested in doing? You haven't done or at least uh, trying at some point, either personally, professionally, anything that, you know, floats your boat. What intrigues you? Uh, so we've got to do some pretty cool stuff, like specifically because of what no way. Um, so we went down to check out the NHRA drag races and, and I've always, I've never understood drag racing. Like, oh, you just go straight, but after going down to it and and talking with guys and understanding it, it, it's, it's quite the sport. And I was offered to go to a drag racing school and, uh, get my license. And so that, that's something that's kind of. 
like there, there's been some things that, yeah, I, I'd like to do. And there's some different builds I'd like to do and stuff like that, that if I can get the time, I, I definitely, I love building cars and stuff like that. So, uh, I had seen a video at some point and you're going to have to steer me through this a little bit because it's not 100% fresh in my memory. It was a while ago. You had found, you were looking for either an old car or an old truck that was kind of like built from many different cars and trucks, right? You oh, were looking Frank. for a project? Yeah, Frank. <laughs> yeah, so so Frank is, uh, we have a love-hate relationship right now. So Frank, <laughs> is, it started out as a 2000 regular cab GMC Sierra short box. And I've had several of those trucks and I've always wanted to build one with Cadillac front clip on it. And the, the one truck, the last truck that I had of that, uh, vintage was, I ended up putting underneath the Sam oncoming Sammy and wreck. Ooh. And so I didn't, I didn't get to build, build, I guess my dream truck. So I was at an auction year, a couple of years ago and I, I seen it sitting there and and this thing's all different colors. The guy worked at a scrapyard. So just as different parts came in on different vehicles, he'd put them on his truck. And I asked the guy if it was for sale and no, no way. I'll never sell it. It's my baby. I'm like, all right, whatever. One day I'll build one. So I dropped my kids off at school. It was about a year later and I was on my way home and I was cruising Facebook marketplace and it, that truck comes up. Hmm. And so I start phoning this guy. I sent him. I don't know, about 10 messages. I phoned his work that he, that he worked at. Like this is about eight in the morning. And, uh, just, just cause he had it listed for 800 bucks. And I, I thought that was a typo and I was like, I, I got to jump on this. And so when it, when he finally got a hold of me, he told me he had over 40 messages of this thing and he just scrolled through and picked me oh. by chance. So it's the same truck I was looking at. And so I went down, looked at it, and ended up buying it. And yeah, so that's one of the projects like I, I want to showcase in some of my YouTube videos of, of us going through. For, I call it Frank because it's got, it's built from about six different trucks. <laughs> it's got a, a 2000 frame. It's got a 2004 dash. It's got buckets out of a, I can't remember, but the box, both doors and the cab and the front clip are all different colors. There's red, green, blue, cream, and primer on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so part of the uh, podcast is about just getting to know you, like the person behind the, the what no way guy in your case uh, that people see online. So kind of a segue to that. You mentioned, uh, obviously, you, you get recognized out and about in public. Do you have any crazy stories? Well, the first time I got recognized was at our local uh, rodeo. And I was standing in line to uh, sign my kid up for mutton busting. And for people that mutton don't. Busting. Yeah, that <laughs> don't know what that is. It's when you put your kid onto a sheep and they try and ride it. That's my favorite rodeo event, by the way, every time I've been to a yeah. rodeo. Well, I, I stand in line, I get a tap on the shoulder and the lady's like, are you that guy? And I'm like, and this is before I thought people would recognize, I'm like, which guy? And she's like, the what in the way guy. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, that's me. And that was the first time I got recognized, but now it's, 
like I lose count in the day. Like if I go to the city or really anywhere, it's like I'm taking pictures with people and it, it's pretty cool. It, it's, uh, it's hard at times. Like you can't have a bad day now. Yeah. Right. I, I can't go out to a store and be grumpy. Like before, if, if someone pissed me off, he'd tell them like, fuck's sake, get out of the way or like something like that but now now you got to be nice so you don't get canceled yeah i was gonna say you're your own (laughs) brand now you gotta be careful out and about yeah do people uh do you find you're at the grocery store or something and uh you you think i think this person knows who i am but they haven't really said anything to you and they (sighs) pick a, a bottle of ranch dressing off the shelf and turn to their wife and say fat free ranch dressing what no way and kind of give you a little side eye like well i haven't haven't had anything like that but i was in the car co- i was in her lo- her costco the one day and i was on the phone with my brother and i was walking through the costco and i could see like i was wearing my sunglasses so like when you wear sunglasses the people watch and right so i i was look, kind of glassing around as i'm on the phone and i could see this one lady point at me and hit her husband and point and i'm like oh, okay well i i'm gonna have to talk to them soon so I keep walking and I go into the, the fruit section, which is in a big cooler and they're behind me. And all of a sudden the, uh, I lose service on my phone. I'm like, hello, hello. Ah, for fuck's sakes, I lost service. And this lady behind me just starts cackling. She's like, oh, we got a fuck's sake in the wild. This is awesome. <laughs> ah, that's good stuff. But, uh, yeah, it, it was fun. Like, Everyone's pretty kids when when they come up to meet me. We've only had a couple. Like when when you're sitting down and you got you're just taking a spoonful of food in your mouth and people ask for a picture or something like that. But um, it's uh, it's been pretty good. Like getting recognized everywhere. Like I always say on my lives, if you want to get my attention, just yell "What in a way?" or "Fuck's sake!" and and we were at a monster truck show and I was walking by myself and i could hear her up in the stands what no way fuck's sake <laughs> so you just start waving to random people and then like on our trip to ontario we we uh we pulled up to a gas station and and i get out of the thing it's about one in the morning we pulled into this gas station and get some drinks and get out and there was a car full of drunk people Oh my God, there you are, fuck's sake. <laughs> and they come running over and want pictures. And I, Would you have ever in a million years, I don't know, a decade ago, guessed that this would be life in 2023 for you? No, no, I like not to say I'm not a people person, but I like, I like kind of keeping to myself. So it's, it's a big, it's out of my comfort zone. And so I never thought that this would ever go this way. I, I, I usually just keep to myself and now I can't keep to myself, which is fine. That's, uh, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah, I, I never expected it. And I keep telling my wife, I'm like, well, it happened by accident, but now that we're trying, it's, uh, it's really taking a turn. And I mean, it, that's how TikTok works is. Yeah. Right. Like you go viral once and then, and then it throws you into the algorithm and, and then it keeps showing you to people and, and yeah, now that we're actually making the videos and doing timeless stuff and like, especially our YouTube, we're putting a lot more effort into and editing and 
stuff like that. Like we're, we're seeing the growth that we want to see now that we're trying to make something out of it. How much time do you spend on social media, Facebook, TikTok, et cetera, not doing what no way stuff, but just checking stuff out? Like, do you have any, do you have a, a your own Sean account where you just keep up with family and friends or is everything all business for you on there? Uh, I have a, I have a Facebook account, just a personal one that, uh, that yeah, I keep up with friends and stuff like that and my Snapchat and, um, but yeah, it's, uh, pretty much everything else is, is what in a way. And so when I'm scrolling, my wife used to get mad at me for being on TikTok so much. And, uh, like at night, she's like, you're always scrolling. And now I tell her, well, I'm working, honey. I'm trying to find hacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> How does that fly? Does, does she? Uh, she's pretty good with it. She's, I mean, she's, she's the reason I, I do the lives on TikTok and Facebook and stuff like that. Like I was never going to do those. So she's, she's really pushing me to, to get more out of my comfort zone. Like we, I've been asked to do motivational speaking if you can believe that I, <laughs> I, I you know what actually i could see that i think that would work i yeah i don't know like I, i've done some cameos that like people need motivation whatever i don't i don't see myself as a motivational speaker i've been asked to do comedy sets and like julie's like just go do it get out of your comfort zone do it i'm like for fuck's sakes what am i gonna do like i be a prop comic and take a like a lighter up there and rub it on the mic stand to see if it'll stick. Like <laughs> I, I don't know how translate into a comedy show, but yeah, this place wanted to give me an hour comedy spot. And I was like, like, that's like headliner. There's no way I could do that. Yeah. That's when you say, <laughs> don't you realize my TikTok videos are like 90 seconds. I can't fill an hour. Yeah. Well, and I didn't think my videos were that funny to begin with. And, like all these people I meet and oh your videos are hilarious and they kill me and I like when I first started making them I I didn't think they were that funny. There's a couple that I laugh at now. I mean I I, I feel like you're you're a, a funny per. I wouldn't say it's comedy like you're telling jokes, but I I feel like your personality as a whole you feel like a, kind of a funny guy. Like I feel like we could sit around and drink some beers and I would laugh probably more than you did. Yeah. I, like that, and that's the thing. Like lots of people say that they're, they're like, you're just, you're just, uh, you seem like an average dude that you could sit down and have a beer with. And that's what I try and tell people. And like, I don't consider myself famous. Um, my wife says that I'm famous and lots of other people say that I'm famous, but yeah, I, I still just think I'm just a dude you could sit down with to have a good bullshit. And I don't know. It's just, Kind of strange. So kind of a lightning round here, speaking to the fact that you're just a dude that you could sit down and have a beer with. I ask everybody a lot of these questions, by the way. So they're very basic human questions, not content creator questions. What is, for starters, what are your guilty pleasures, like binging a certain TV show or something you can't do without? Maybe nobody would know you're into. Um, Yeah, I, I binge. Binge watch. If I if I get into a show, I'll sit there and binge watch it, and I stay up till one in the morning and uh, and drink a pile of rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> what? So maybe the rock star is your guilty pleasure. Yeah. What? What? Uh, any particular shows that you dig right now that that you're watching? Uh, we were really into the Yellowstone. Mm. We're starting to watch like the older 
older, like Big Bang Theory. I love that stuff. Two and a Half Men, one of my favorite shows. That was a good one. Yeah. What uh, what music do you listen to? Uh, it depends on my mood. So if I'm in a good mood, it's uh, light. Like it's it's more uh, alternative type music, but usually it's uh, heavy metal like Slipknot and like hair uh, hair bands like Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, stuff like that. What's the best show you've ever been to? Uh, would be a Slipknot show. Slipknot. And uh, I've, that's not never really been my speed. I, I feel like I don't have the energy to go and yeah, it's a, have a good have a good night there. Yeah, you need to you need to be able to keep up with it. It's uh it's pretty wild at those shows, but I I enjoy it. My wife, that's her favorite band too, so. Uh have you have you uh when's the last time you had the opportunity to see them? Uh <sighs> Four years ago, I think. And so that's pre-No Way Guy, right? Yeah, that's pre-No Way Guy. I was, was going to say, maybe there's a, some kind of a, you know collaboration there you could figure <laughs> out at some point. I don't know. Well, we went to the Motley Crue show in Edmonton last year, and I got recognized quite a bit there. And yeah, like what, just walking through the crowd, and, well, it's the No Way Guy. But that was that was before I think I had even even a million followers then. Yeah, I would be uh, be careful. You get out there now, you're going to get dragged up on stage and handed a guitar or something for somebody that doesn't like the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Probably not going to be a, a good time. What, um, <clears throat> do you have any um, any hobbies that might surprise people that either know you or fans of yours? So obviously cars and tools and stuff like that aside, like do you knit or anything kind of where we would actually go, what? No way. That kind of a thing. Well, surprisingly, I am a very good sewer. <laughs> really? If you would believe it, my mom had a sewing business years ago, so I can actually sew pretty awesome. You know, it's funny as I remember I've got a I've I'm a I'm a boat guy here in Florida and uh, there the need for boat canvas is a real need when you've got multiple boats, especially, and it's expensive. So a buddy of mine and I, both of us were like, you know, I was taught how to use a sewing machine in home ec back in like junior high, high school. I think I could figure this out. And I've actually made a few canvases for my boats. It is somewhat oddly therapeutic, sewing is. Yeah. I, I can't explain it. It really when is. You get the right seam and you're like, damn, that's a pretty good line I just made there. Like... It's, the only problem I have is when you get to the end, cutting it and making it all clean. So that's where I feel like I could use some help. Yeah. Do you have, uh, speaking of Motley Crue and Slipknot and all those guys, do you have any celebs that follow you anywhere online that pop to mind? Yeah, so the first on Instagram, the first uh, kind of verified account that blew my mind was Nick Schwartzen. Nick Schwartzen. Who who is that? I don't know who that is. So he's he's in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Uh, he was in Grandma's Boy. Um, oh, I see him. I'm trying to got him. So he he went he hit me up in my DMs and he's like, "Man, I love your stuff. You're hilarious." And and like that was a big honor for me. Like to have someone that's been in the movies and stuff like that to to reach out to me and 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 say that they like my stuff. Like, that was a big turning point in, in this whole thing, too. He's been in a, in a lot of stuff now that I see it. He's one of those guys that uh, I know his face, but I never knew his name, and now I know his name. Yeah. Uh, and what celebrities do you follow? Anybody, do you, is anybody else out there putting out content that you can appreciate, that you like? Yeah, there's, uh, like, I guess not, not really celebrities, but, like, uh, 
I, I follow a lot of the drag racing guys now. I've I've become friends with some of the drag racers. Gore Bamford, friends with him. But some some of the content creators that I that I really enjoy watching are like the Diesel Brothers. Um, who else? Whistling Diesel and stuff like that. I, I never really watched a whole bunch of content until COVID happened. Oh right, yeah, of course. What? So you're not following like Jennifer Garner or oh, Reese Witherspoon or no uh, Johnny Depp? I follow him. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Like I kind of got a hit list of uh, people I want to meet, and Ryan Reynolds is one of them. I get so many comments in my in my videos that I sound like Ryan Reynolds and I look like Keanu Reeves. So yeah, I follow uh, Keanu on. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, that. There are, I guess, three three of the ones that kind of pop into my mind. So what's funny is I, one of the guys that you remind me of in, I and I don't know why because your content doesn't align. Uh, but do you know the Aussie Man Reviews guy? You know who I'm talking yes. about? Yeah. So do you surely is you, hilarious. you get that kind of comparison because he wears that hat with the hair and you're usually <laughs> wearing a hat and your hair kind of comes out sort of like his fake hair does. And that's, I think, where my mind connects you two guys together. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. And it, it's funny because we have a huge following down in uh, Australia. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, fuck's sake. And we have a huge following down there. Like, the fuck's sake is, is huge down there, too. Like my daughter's down there right now and she's like, you, you get along with everyone. <laughs> and it's funny cause we'll go, we'll go live at usually eight thirty our time. And that's just when they're waking up. So it, uh, they'll, they'll be hopping on my lives and, and we've sent a pile of merch down there. Really? Wow. Yeah. You could do a wake up with the what no way guy kind of a segment in Australia just for the Australians. Well, I did Probably a, be a big hit. I did an Australian in, interview on for uh, one of the TV shows. Oh, really? And uh, the guy came on. He's like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sakes, I, I really want us to be able to swear in this in this episode, but my boss won't let me." And he's talking <laughs> about a bunch of different stuff. And I don't know. It'd be fun to go down to Australia and meet meet some of these people. Like, I guess that that's one of the funny cameos that I got to do was for an Australian that was a kangaroo hunter. And I had no idea that they had kangaroo hunters there because yeah. they're so overpopulated. And so I had to do a cameo about how this guy was the greatest kangaroo hunter in, in, in uh, Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> I had trouble uh, keeping a straight face the whole time I was doing it. Cause I was like, is this actually real? And then the guy sent me a message and he's like, Hey mate, I'm, I'm the, I'm the kangaroo hunter you sent the cameo to. Thanks a lot. It was awesome. I'm like, do you actually hunt kangaroos? He told me the whole story that he, oh. that's what he does every day. The, uh, you could do the, go down there and test the myth that the toilet swirls in the opposite direction as it does here in North America because you're south of the equator. Like that old Simpsons episode back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good what I should do a collab with my daughter because she's there right now. There you go. And then uh, surely there's a video somewhere where you could what no way that video and have her test it for you. Yeah, for fuck's sakes. Look at the ideas <laughs> flowing now. Hey, we're always coming up <laughs> with ideas over here. To, to Just to kind of put a bow on everything and finish up, everybody's got some kind of uh, go-to wisdom they whip out from time to time, whether 
professionally, personally, like, um, usually I always say when somebody asks for my advice, I always say it's not to follow anyone's advice. And that's my sage advice, I guess. What's the most sage advice, the best advice you've ever been given that you feel like would be good to share with others on any topic whatsoever, whether shop related or parenting related or whatever floats your boat? So I guess I, I kind of got two that, that I go by. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Good one. Um, and then my other advice is, is it is what it is. You can't, you can't change things. You can't like, it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. Right. And that's a lot of what the advice I give when I do cameos, like people are asking me for different things and I say, it is what it is. You can't, you can't control what happens. So you just go with the flow and like make, if you get lemons, make lemonade. To say that uh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life is accurate unless you are your wife and now she's stuck working like a full-time job <laughs> plus just keeping up with your merchandise. Fuck's sake, yeah, that's, uh, that, would, <laughs> that would be true, yeah. Well, listen, I uh, I appreciate you taking the time. And as like I say, I, I was not uh, just blowing rainbows up your skirt at the top of the interview saying I'm a fan of what you do. I do follow you. I have followed you for a while. And I uh, am I'm not ashamed to admit that I've tried one or more of the things that you've tried in your videos. Oh, awesome. But I can't get the padlock thing to work either for what it's worth. So you and I are in the same camp and everybody that says they can get it to work. I think they're kind of bullshitting you because yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I think they're fucking lying. Anyway, I appreciate it a ton. And uh, where I should point out as well, where can people find you? Obviously, at What No Way is kind of uniquely spelled. Yeah, so it's What No Way, uh, three O's, three A's. Um, our merch site is whatnoway.com, three O's, three A's. And our Facebook is the only verified. Uh, it's Sean Umshide, What No Way. And it's verified. So we have probably 150 fake accounts out there. So make sure you're following the right one, the verified account. Oh, man. Uh, TikTok, it's What No Way Guy. Um, YouTube, The No Way Guy. Uh, Instagram, What No Way. A lot of different places, a lot of different spellings. Yeah, we're on, we're on everything. But if you get onto our, our Facebook, our verified Facebook page, you can find our link tree on there. And it has the link to all of our pages. And I will add, uh, just go give him a follow, fuck's sake, kind of a thing. Fuck's sake. That would be awesome. Sean, I appreciate it a ton. Thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and chatting with me. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. This was fun. I had a lot of fun. My thanks to Sean for the chat. You can find him all over the interwebs by looking for at what no way. That's three O's and three A's in there. He's pretty rad. Got all the links for all of his profiles in the show notes. You are also pretty rad. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode of Worldwide Celeb. Be sure to like or follow at WW Celeb Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you like the show, please leave a positive review and subscribe to stay up to date on new episodes when they're released. Wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, Worldwide Celeb is a Wavecast Studio production hosted and produced by Chris Kelly with production and promo support from Adriana Botterill and Justin Simkin. For booking information and more details about the podcast, visit WorldwideCelebPodcast.com. Oh.